Hello, Metro Augusta. This is Janice Allen Jackson welcoming you to the May 18th edition of Local Matters, a show designed to make you a more confident voter and a more engaged citizen. Today's show, as always, is brought to you by Janice Allen Jackson and Associates, and that is my management consulting firm. Today, we feature four candidates for statewide office in Georgia. I am so pleased that we are able to help you make your decisions about these offices. When it comes to offices at the local level, we have a little bit of an advantage because many times there are people that we know in the community or we know somebody who knows them. When it comes time to vote for candidates for the statewide offices, all, none of those names may be familiar to us, and uh, it can feel like quite a mystery to try to figure out which one of those names to pick unless you've done a great deal of research. So Local Matters exists, of course, as a service to you to assist you with making those decisions. So we're really happy today to have uh, one candidate for Commissioner of Agriculture, that is State Representative Winfred Dukes, who is from Southwest Georgia. We also have uh, two candidates for the Office of Secretary of State. They are John Eves, who is a former chair of the Fulton County Commission there in Atlanta, and D. Dawkins Hagler, who resides in DeKalb County and is a former state representative. Also, we have a candidate for the Office of Georgia State School Superintendent, her name is Alicia Thomas Searcy, and she is also from a Metro Atlanta suburb. I hope this com these conversations are informative for you because we're also trying to help you understand the role that they play or would play in the jobs that they're trying to get elected to. Today, Local Matters family, we are joined by someone who's running for a statewide office. This is State Government Day on Local Matters. Uh, I'm joined by State Representative Winfred Dukes. How are you doing today? I'm doing quite well. Thanks, Janice, for having me. Thanks for being here. Um, you are running to be, is it Commissioner of Agriculture? And I'm sure all of our listeners are out there wondering, what exactly does the Department of well, Agriculture do? So you, can you talk a little bit about those responsibilities? Yes. The Commission of Agriculture in that department is responsible for a wide range of activities and duties. The primary thing that the Commission of Agriculture has to do is to make sure that our food supply is safe and that we eradicate diseases from our plant life and our lifestyle to be able to maintain those. But they're responsible for at some point, the inspection of your grocery stores, your convenience stores, bottled water, the equine industry, um, your pets falls upon the Department of Agriculture. Our point will point a state veterinarian. We're also responsible for the meats and measures. That is, when you go to the gas station, what you will see on every pump is a signature of the uh, Commission of Agriculture. We regulate those meats and bounds. We are also responsible for the extermination, for exterminators. Uh, it is such a wide range of things that they're responsible for. Fertilizer, for uh, bottled water, uh, processing, meat food processing plants. Okay. So even though 
a lot of Georgians don't live in rural areas. We may not be farmers. The Department of Agriculture really affects our lives in a number of different ways. So, so many ways. If you pull up to the pump station, if you pull up to a convenience store to buy gas, the Department of Agriculture has something to do with that. If somebody comes in and sprays your house, the Department of Agriculture regulates those people. It is such a wide array of things that we do, along with the biggest thing he does is he markets and promotes Georgia's agricultural products. Okay. And tell me, having said that, why is it that you have decided to run for this office? Well, you know, Janice, agriculture is in my DNA. I come from a part of the state where the agriculture is the leading industry in our area, while agriculture is also the leading industry in the state of Georgia. Uh, we are responsible for over 360,000 people working some capacity in the agriculture industry. It's such a wide array of things that they do. For me, I looked at it as an opportunity to be able to better serve the people of our state, particularly those people that I represent in South Georgia. You know, we are, our journey here has been one was that I grew up in, grew up in farms in South Georgia and has served in the Georgia General Assembly for 26 years, representing people in Southwest Georgia. I've served on the Agriculture and Community Affairs Committee for 16 years, uh, appropriations, and just been actively involved in, in this industry. Okay. And if people want to know more about you, obviously this is a very short interview today to get a little glimpse, but if they want to learn more, tell us uh, where they can go to do that. Well, what we're doing is we're reaching out to people and asking them to join the I'm Digging Dukes campaign. Yeah. And you can get it from our, and you can go to our website, which is Dukes for Agriculture. That's D-U-K-E-S, the number four, agriculture.com. Okay. And um, if you could uh, also, you mentioned being in the legislature uh, for over two decades. So if there are some things that you've accomplished that you're particularly proud of, can you share uh, with our listeners what some of those things might be? Well, you know, I was part of the Governor's Education Reform Commission. I served as Roy Barnes' assistant floor leader. And perhaps the greatest piece of thing that we, we, that we were a part of, I was a uh, co-sponsor of the Education Reform Act of 2000. When I went to the legislature, the state of Georgia was 46 in education. We say, thank God for Alabama, Mississippi, and Arkansas. But, but based on the work that we did in that legislation, we have moved Georgia down to in the mid to low 30s. Another piece of legislation that I'm uh, responsible for uh, uh, being actively involved, I was a part of the first committee economic development and tourism, where we took on expanding Georgia's film industry. When we started, the only films we were really making in Georgia was the Dukes of Hazzards. That was our leading candidate. Now, Georgia has become known as the Hollywood of the South. So those are some major accomplishments that we have done that have an impact statewide, but certainly there are many in my district in 154 where I represent uh, that I'm very proud of. All right, just a few seconds left. Is there any uh, last word you wanna share with the registered voters in the Augusta area? Yes, uh, I, I want them to know that 
once I'm elected the agriculture commissioner, one of the biggest things that we're going to do is to make sure that we expand the markets, agricultural markets here in Georgia. We want to make sure that we sustain small and mid-sized farms, protect the environment, and we want to make sure that we address uh, food deserts in our state. It is inconceivable to think of the fact that agriculture being the number one industry in the state of Georgia, that people in our state have to go to bed at night wondering where their next meal is going to come from. Expand educational opportunities for our kids. They need to know where food comes from, how to grow their own food. You are what you eat. Your health is your wealth. And we, as your agriculture commissioner, the, I will be the first African-American elected agriculture commissioner in the history of the United States. And as your commissioner, we want to make sure that Georgians are healthier, wealthier, and wise. Thank you so much for being with us today, Winfrey. Thank you, Janice. Local Matters family, uh, as you know, today is State Government Day on our show, and we have uh, John Eves with us. He is a candidate for Georgia Secretary of State. How are you doing today? Janice, I'm doing great. I'm just looking forward to sharing with your listening audience. Uh, so thank you for having me today. I'm doing great. All right. And we'll jump right into it. I know with these statewide offices, a lot of times we don't even understand as voters exactly what they do. So if you could just share a little bit about the role of the office that you're running for. Yes, uh, Janice. So this office, Secretary of State, is probably one of the most important uh, positions elected positions in the state of Georgia is called a constitutional officer, meaning it's in the Georgia constitution. The roles of the office is pretty expansive. It includes elections, um, voter uh, roles. So everybody's registered as a voter uh, is managed by the secretary of state's office. But you also have some other major areas, the corporations division. I'm quite sure many of you are listening. Um, members are business owners. You have to register every year to be legal in Georgia. So there's a corporation division. Then there's licensing. So if you're a nurse or if you're an architect, if you're a doctor, you have licensing requirements. So the Secretary of State's office convenes the boards of these respective licensing or these respective professional organizations. And then last but not least, it's called the security division. These are the financial industry, banks, regulatory standards for banks, um, seniors who have retirement accounts and want to make sure that the money is kept safe. Uh, the Secretary of State's office can actually investigate anybody who tries to scam um, seniors out of their money. So it's a very broad office and uh, anybody in the state of Georgia who's a registered voter can vote for this office. Okay. All right. And having uh, explained some about the responsibilities of the office, why is it that you decided you wanted to run? Janice, um, at the end of the day, I'm a father of two wonderful children who are in college. I'm also a teacher at Spelman College, work with dynamic um, young women, Black women, and I teach political science. And we've been following the legislature for the past several years, especially in its effort to make it difficult for people to vote, especially black and brown people. So I got in the race because we need new leadership in the Secretary of State's office to make sure that everybody in Georgia, Augusta, Atlanta, Valdosta, Brunswick can vote if they wanna vote. 
and I want to protect people's right to vote. And so that's primarily the big reason why I'm running is because of the issue of voting in the state of Georgia. And secondly, as I alluded to briefly earlier, the business part of the office, there are 1.1 million small business owners in Georgia and about 35% of them are black owned, especially women. And too many of them uh, fail within the first and second year. And I wanna do all that I can to support small business ownership. And I know you've told us a little about yourself being a professor at Spelman, uh, but if our listeners want to do some additional research and learn more about you, uh, what's the best way for them to do that? Yeah, so I certainly have a website, but let me just kind of give you the, 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 I guess, 30 second, 45 second version of who I am. Um, as I mentioned, I teach at Spelman College, but uh, have strong political um, credentials. I'm the former chairman of Fulton County government, so just like you have Richmond, Augusta government, um, Fulton County is the largest government in the state of Georgia, local government. So I chaired that for 11 years, former regional director of Peace Corps uh, for the entire Southeastern region, uh, small business owner as well. And, um, and last but not least, I'm a Morehouse man. So uh, Morehouse College had its roots in Augusta back in 1867. It was founded as the Augusta Institute and, um, and so I'm a product of Morehouse College, as is many of members of my family. But there are, there are a lot more information about my background. Go to my website. It's John Eves for Georgia, J-O-H-N, Eves, E-A-V-E-S, for F-O-R, Georgia, G-E-O-R-G-I-A.com. And you can find out all, all the information about me. But I'm excited about this race. And I guess as we conclude the interview, I just want your listening audience to know not only how important this office is, please vote. Uh, early election, uh, early voting goes through August, I'm sorry, May, May the 20th, then election day is May the 24th. But there's a historical uh, aspect of this office. Um, I'm a proud uh, black man uh, from the South, uh, but I'm all about diversity. And with my, the success of me running for this office, uh, I'll be the first black person ever elected as Secretary of State in Georgia. And uh, there's only been one other person in the entire Southeast who's ever been Secretary of State. That was a man elected in, I think, 1870 <laughs> uh, in Mississippi. So it's pretty historic what I'm doing. And I would love for all the support that I can get from the Augusta uh, metropolitan area. Okay. Um, well, a few more seconds. One thing is you reflect on your lifetime of public service. Is there anything you've gotten done that really stands out for you? Yes, Janice. So this may not make a whole lot of sense to Augusta, but um, one of the things I was most responsible for as chairman of Fulton County government was Grady Hospital. Grady Hospital is a very iconic hospital, public hospital that served a lot of black and brown people in, in Atlanta. Well, that hospital was going to close in 2008. And I led the leadership uh, to really promote a public-private partnership with the business community but also keep the, um, the social net uh, aspect of the, uh, the hospital. And we saved the hospital. We were able to allocate $100 million for Fulton County. And I was also able to secure $300 million from the business community. And we saved that hospital. So 600,000 people go to that hospital every year. And that's probably the crowning achievement of my public service was saving, helping to save Brady Hospital back in 2008. That's awesome. Thank you so much for being a guest on Local Matters. 
My pleasure, Jansen. Thank you so much for the uh, opportunity. And I just encourage your, your listeners to vote, vote, vote. We have May the 20th for early voting and election day is May the 24th. Thank you so much. And again, my name is John Eves. Today, I am proud to have as another state candidate with us, Sarah D. Dawkins Hagler, proud member of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. How are you doing today, Sarah Hagler? I'm doing so well. How are you today? I am great. Thanks so much for joining the Local Matters family. We do this show so people have a better understanding of local government and can get familiar with the candidate. So um, please tell us why you decided to run for Secretary of State in Georgia and tell us a little bit about what some of your priorities will be if you're elected to that office. Well, that's a great question and thank you for that, Sora. So I actually started looking at the Secretary of State's race um, back in 2008, when I first went to the General Assembly uh, as a state representative, because I saw some of the things that Karen Handel was doing even then to begin the purging of Black voters. And so in 2010, I helped Georgiana Sinkfield, another Sora, run for the office, and we came up short 2014. I helped Doreen Carter uh, run for the office, came up short 2018. I ran and win, and I'm back again, because I understand the fundamental rights, a sacred right that voting is, and how we have to get that in order, um, because the way that it seems now, the demographics are changing in Georgia, and as they change, uh, the people will do things to hold on and maintain power, which is uh, detrimental to people of color, in particular Black people in the state of Georgia. And because we represent uh, 32 to 33 percent of the population, um, and we bring in over $64 billion worth of buying power in the state of Georgia, we cannot allow our voting rights to be suppressed in this state. And so that's one of the reasons why I'm running to make sure that we have access to the ballot box as well as to uh, groom and provide resources for our businesses and those who also have professional licenses to make sure that we continue to make Georgia the number one place to do business, but also the number one place to live, work and play. Now, a little bit about my uh, public life. Again, I served in the Georgia General Assembly. Uh, I was very influential um, as in that time I served as the chair of the Georgia Legislative Black Caucus and the chair of the Women's Caucus, uh, which is House Senate Democrat and Republican. And I tried to stop, and I, and I really did do this when I was chair of the Black Caucus, to make sure that they did not shorten the days of voting anymore and to provide more resources uh, to the Secretary of State's office through the budget so that states, so that counties, all 159 counties could offer Saturday voting or could offer Sunday voting so that everyone would have the opportunity with busy schedules to have that for them. And so uh, that's one of the things I'm very proud of, as well as uh, making sure that Black businesses have the resources they need, whether they are small uh, mom and pop shops or Fortune 500 companies, um, did resolutions during my time there to make sure we could try to at least have some tax breaks for those who were starting businesses and also did resolutions around um, giving more resources to Black people who were in the film industry. And now Georgia's blowing up to be this huge, humongous film industry. And I'm glad I had a part in that. Also worked very hard when I was chair of the Black Caucus for us to pass that uh, billion dollar transportation bill that hopefully would get Georgians moving all across the state in a way that will continue to help us be the number one place to do business. Uh, but the thing that I'm most proud about in all of my accomplishments is during my tenure as a chair of the Black Caucus, I made sure that every single Black Caucus member 
had at least one piece of legislation that they could introduce that would make the lives of Black people better in the state of Georgia. So whether that was dealing with health care or dealing with education is very important. We can do things in and of ourselves, but when you are a good leader, you empower others to do to do the right thing so that when we come together collectively, we can lift our community. And so I'm very proud of all the legislation that we were able to collectively introduce to have a black agenda for this state that people could operate in and of so that so that we could get to the next level, being that we are the largest minority in this state. Um, the state is 49% minority and with black people being at the top with 32 to 33%, we have to make sure that our children, our children's children are taken care of as well as ourselves as we create the most money to this economy. Okay. And um, if our registered voters in the Augusta area want to learn more about you, uh, tell us where they should go to do that. I'm glad you asked that. So people can find me on my website at www.dee for Georgia. That's the word spelled out, dforgeorgia.com. They can also find me on Facebook, Instagram, and I just do a little bit of Twitter. I'm still not as hip as I should be with this technology, uh, but they can find me on those channels. But the one thing I want to stress before I leave is we have got to get our voting rights under control. Even though the Secretary of State's office have five divisions that are distinct, we have to make sure that people can vote for the person of their choice in free and fair elections. And because I have expertise as a voting rights expert um, in my professional life, I'm the one who's ready on day one to execute the job of Secretary of State in the state of Georgia. All right, great. We just got a few seconds left. Is there anything else you wanna share with the registered voters in our area? Yes, I would just like to say that experience matters, representation matters. And um, there are numerous candidates in this office, but again, if I'm elected, I'll also be the first black uh, elected, first woman elected, first black woman elected, and that, and that matters because we know that uh, when you put us in places of position and power, it's up to us to continue to lift the entire community and understand that we're not operating in and of ourselves, but we are a collective community. And it's very important that we, that we follow the footsteps that our grandparents set for us, our foreparents, and, and one of those things is the right to go, a sacred right, which they're trying to take from us even today in 2022. Thank you so much, D. Dawkins Hagler, for being a guest on Local Matters. Thank you so much for having me, Sora. Local Matters family, we are excited to have a candidate for the position of state school superintendent. She is Ms. Alicia. Thomas Searcy. How are you doing today? I am wonderful, Janice. How are you? I am great. Thanks so much for joining us. Um, you know, this office that you're seeking is considered one of those quote unquote down ballot offices. And many times people just don't have a clue of what the office does or what they should be looking for in a candidate. So could you just kind of get us started by talking a little bit about what this position is and why you chose to run for it? Absolutely. So state school superintendent is the chief education officer in the state of Georgia, right? So they are the person that uh, works with the state legislature. Um, when laws are passed related to education, the state school superintendent uh, does what's called promulgate rules. They work with the state board of education, which is an appointed group of people to set all of the rules uh, and the regulations once the laws are passed for school districts. 
they give guidance to school districts once the laws are passed so that they know what to do and how to follow them. Um, that's what is in the constitution, right? That's what the job is. I think the state school superintendent is also uh, the champion for students, should be the champion for teachers and educators and the champion for parents to make sure that our public school system is high quality, it is meaningful, it is relevant, um, and it meets the needs of all of our students, especially in today's society. And I'm running for state school superintendent because just as I mentioned, this is a state policy job. I'm a former state legislator. I'm the first African-American elected to the Georgia House of Representatives from Cobb County. I was elected at the age of 23. I served for six terms and spent all of that time working on education policy. I'm also a former superintendent. I have a master's degree in education leadership, um, did some, some extraordinary work, I would say, uh, turning around schools. And not just what I say, but our elementary school had a 43 CCRPI score. Um, that's the state index at all school. All public schools get a score from the state. Uh, that elementary school had a 43 when I got there. When I was leaving, we had an 85. Our teacher retention rate was 25% across all of our schools. Uh, when I was leaving, we got it up to 75%. And so I believe that the state school superintendent should have experience as a state legislator who understands how to work within a Republican-controlled legislature in this sense, um, who's got a track record of getting education laws passed and actually working with the department to promulgate those rules, and someone who has led schools before. And so I'm running because I've got the experience. I'm absolutely qualified. Clearly, I am passionate about education and changing our school systems. And the final thing that I will say to you about why I'm running, if you look at schools in the 1700s, uh, it looks exactly the same in 2022. And the question that I am asking and that we must answer is how is it that we're still delivering a telegram education to a TikTok generation? Awesome. And as you talk about your uh, track record, um, as you reflect on that, of all the things that you have accomplished in your public life, which one do you think is the most significant? Ooh, that's a great question. I would say it's hard, but um, I'm a real advocate of parents having options within the public school system. And when I think about the impact of the law, some of the laws that I've passed, one is I'm one of the only Democrats in the state of Georgia who has helped to pass a constitutional amendment. And that particular amendment created the state charter commission. And that commission is responsible for opening public charter schools across the state of Georgia. And every time I walk into a public charter school that's a commission school, I think about all of the fights that we had, you know, my fights advocating on behalf of children who would never know my name, um, but they attend schools today. Um, I went to one the other day where kids are having um, access to the arts and they get to choose whether they want to do theater or dance or music, those life-changing educational experiences will be with them forever. That is my legacy. Um, I also am the sponsor of House Bill 251, which allows parents to choose a public school within their district. Thousands of families across the state of Georgia since 2010 have accessed that law. And for me, this is about equity. It's about leveling the playing field because some of us have real estate choice. We move where we want to move to have great schools. 
Um, some of us lie on the application and use a different address because you know you don't live there, but you want your baby to go to that school. I believe that we should be able to legally choose where our children go to school based on what meets their needs because one size fits all education doesn't work. Um, and so those are the two laws that I have uh, authored and co-authored uh, and have really changed the trajectory for children across the state of Georgia because their families had access within the public school system. All right, just a few seconds left. If you could please share with our registered voters how they can learn more about you. Love that question. Website, Searcy for Superintendent, S-E-A-R-C-Y for superintendent.com. I'm on social media platforms, uh, Searcy for Superintendent on IG, on Facebook, on TikTok. Uh, and so I would love for people to connect with us, learn more about uh, our platform. You can also email me if you have questions, info at Searcy for superintendent.com. I love to interact with voters. I love to answer questions. We have a lot of work to do in our public education system. And I wanna be your state school superintendent so we can reimagine public education together. Thank you for being a part of our Local Matters family. Thank you. Please remember that early voting ends this Friday, May 20th. After that, there's only one more day to vote, and that is the official election day of Tuesday, May 24th. Be blessed, everyone. I close with my favorite Bible verse from 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. This show is designed to contribute to each of those, giving you the power that comes with knowledge, demonstrating love for your local community, and offering you wisdom for decision-making so that you possess a sound mind when it comes to these topics. Please tune in next Wednesday at 1.30 p.m. here on WKZK, 1600 AM, 103.7 FM, and WKZK.net, because local matters.